Hello and welcome back to the Cafe Hustle podcast with me, Andy Jones. And today I'm going to share with you some strategies for dealing with a very particular type of employee, uh, one that can cause us a lot of headaches, but can also equally pull us out of the weeds when we when we need to, when we get into those situations in our businesses. And that type of employee is one who is very great technically they've got all the skills great customer service or in most part great customer service but their attitude to their colleagues the the business in general is not great and these are the type of people that can really cause issues for us from a point of view of developing a culture whether we're building it from the ground up or whether we're trying to change our culture these people can cause us issues. So without further ado, we're going to get into this episode. I'm going to share some tips and approaches with you. But before that, I'm going to have a quick thank you to our sponsors. With competition for hospitality staff fiercer than ever, it's never been more important to offer your staff a five-star employee experience. One way that hospitality businesses all over the UK are doing that is by using RotorCloud. RotorCloud is the web-based platform for planning rotors, recording attendance, managing staff holidays, and more. It also makes life easy for your staff by giving them 24-7 access to their rotors, timesheets, and as well as letting them do things like request annual leave, arrange their own cover for any shift if they can't work, all via the free Rotoclide mobile app. Head to cafehustle.com forward slash Rotoclide now to claim your free 30-day trial and give your team the kind of employee experience they deserve. So first and foremost, I, I want to really start off of why we need to address this situation when we've got an employee like that and how a bad attitude from their part can affect not only themselves and the work that they do, but also the rest of the team. And identifying these types of people can, it's not always as straightforward as you would expect. Now, really, it's trying to pick up on little bits of information, whether it's they think that they can, they perform the job better than anyone else. And generally, they do. But merely just having that viewpoint is is an indicator that this could be there could be a cultural mismatch with where we want to go with our business and that a type of person also expects the best treatment uh, they don't necessarily share their knowledge they're not all about working as a team or they're just plain nasty to people you know they just don't show that compassion or empathy with anyone else in the team and it's all about them now the real issue here is that we can start to have other people leaving our business so we need to address this if we don't address the one person we could lose three of our people who do fit our culture may not be technically as good but they they don't necessarily put heads with where we want to go as a team and that's really important. You know, we've spoken about culture a lot on, on the Cafe Hustle. And really, from my point of view, it's about really emphasizing the power that we have as leaders and having the leadership skills and being really intentional about how we develop our culture can really change. It can change your life as a business owner, but it can also change the life of our employees. They're happy. They want to stay. They want to serve our customers. And if we have one person in the team that isn't quite aligned with that we can drag everyone else down and you can destroy your entire 
culture. <clears throat> and it really, this is all about whether it creates a divide with your teams or within your team. And the, the one main point is I want to get across right now is that not dealing with it is not the answer. Now, a lot of people that I've worked with in the past, not necessarily in hospitality, have brushed things like this under the carpet because it's easier. Easier in the short term, I have to caveat it with that. It's definitely not easier in the long term. But in the short term, it's really easy to not deal with these problems, almost hoping that they go away. And as a great leader, if you really want to be a top-notch leader, you have to address these issues square on, not avoiding them, because there's damage that that does elsewhere in the team if we avoid them, especially when we know about them. But again, the real crux of this is that this person or this group, these group of people can really damage your culture. It takes months or years to create this culture that is almost like the most precious. In fact, it's probably the most precious thing in business to have a really great culture. You hear about the likes of Southwest Airlines, about how great their culture is. Disney. These are the businesses that thrive because of their culture, not because of necessarily their brand. And again, brand is a function of your culture. It comes across in, in people's interactions with your business. But the worst thing about brushing something under the carpet is that it undermines your leadership. So you as a leader, as a person who is trusted and respected within the team, if your people are seeing that you are avoiding the confrontation that is this individual, they'll not trust you. Your integrity then suffers. And really, as a leader, we trade on trust and respect. And integrity is a really important part of that. They'll see it as you allow people to get away with things that others may not be allowed to because you're afraid maybe to approach this one person and deal with it. And really, once we start down that route as a leader, it's very hard to come back and the team can really become very fractured. And we can't, certainly now where we're struggling to get employees, and yes, we do run the risk of if we do approach this one person that they may decide that they no longer want to work with us, which is no bad thing, especially if they're not a cultural fit. But in trying to save one person and have that one extra member of staff, we may lose, like I said before, those two or three that are not necessarily as happy because of this person. And really one thing I do want to get across is we cannot be fearful of losing those skills in this person. Don't let the, that hope of holding on to one person destroy, essentially, I know this sounds over the top, but destroy your entire business because that can be the reality in, in a worst case scenario. Always remember a great attitude will outperform the skills in the long run. You can always train on skills. It's much harder to shape someone from a personality point of view. But what I want you to think about from this point is that we have to acknowledge it. We have to address it. We have to be prepared to address it. We work so hard to create these businesses. You know you know in yourself what goes into getting your business to this point, and we can't be held ransom by one person who, yes, performs great at the day-to-day -day job. They may be amazing at latte art. They may produce the most amazing dishes out of your kitchen or, you know, run the kitchen in a way that is efficient from a business point of view, but actually we're destroying the other people that work in the business. And 
essentially. It could be you as well as an owner or a manager that this person could essentially drag down. You'll lose your business or you'll lose your job, etc. So that's the main thing is we have to be prepared to face this head on. Cafe Hustle is brought to you in partnership with Road to Cloud, the people management platform for shift-based teams. Start your 30-day free trial at thecafehustle.com forward slash road to cloud now to see how much easier planning rotors, recording attendance, managing annual leave really can be. The Cafe Hustle is also supported by Espressly. With the move to digital happening fast and your customers expecting to get access to your business wherever they are, means a mobile ordering solution is crucial for allowing your customers to order on the go. And not only that, your digital apps must be an extension of your physical location and brand. With Espressly, you get your very own branded mobile ordering app that integrates with other big brands, including Square, which is a great big plus. Give your staff and customers a mobile order experience usually only reserved for big budget operators and chains check out what is possible over at the cafehustle.com forward slash espressly that's e-s-p-r-e-s-l-y if you need a mobile ordering app you need espressly so we're now in a position where we've accepted we have to do something about this person we can't any longer let it burn on unaddressed I'm not saying that we can make huge amounts of progress within a matter of days or hours. The real important thing is that we acknowledge we have to address it and we actually start doing it because the rest of our team, the people that we are serving as a leader, will see that we are doing something about it. So that's a really important point. Now, this next point won't surprise you, especially if you've been a longer-term listener of the podcast and know my view on this. And... That is that an expected culture, expected behaviours start with well-crafted values. And not only just the values, the words that embody that value, but we also need to have our behaviours, that one sentence, that one sentence, or even a short paragraph that tells you what particular behaviours, or sorry, particular values look like. So, what does honesty look like? What does respect look like? So, for example, with respect, we acknowledge the effort that our colleagues put into their work and our customers, and the, and we respect the position that our customers come from by serving them quickly, politely, attentively. These are all things to help your team see what it means to to what that value means in practice. So I can't emphasize enough that stage is really important. It's so important to have defined behaviors because again, a culture isn't created by the words on the paper that we create. It's, it is really those behaviors that happen, not only when we as a leader are in the business and they're present, but really, and this is my, my view, is that a, a company or a business's true culture is what it is like when the leader, the owner, the manager isn't on site. So this is where the behaviours are really, really coming. They're your standards, in effect, for how you expect your people to behave. And it also helps you when you are holding people accountable to it. Because remember, creating a culture or a culture that works for you, being intentional about it, is no mean feat whether you are creating it from scratch or breaking down the current culture and setting up a a new standard 
you need to have these in place because that is that's our measure then so when we do approach this person we can measure against these behaviors and whether they are or they're not fitting them so from that point on a sort of a secondary point to that is that we have to have the policies in place to back it up and to give you your managers whatever it is that is dealing with this the authority and the responsibility to be able to deal with it properly so make sure there's some documentation in place that backs up the the behaviors what's expected how we're going to deal with it whether it's in your handbook your terms and conditions your contract somewhere that makes this a requirement of a person in your in your business and it makes it much easier then when if things get into what I would say is an ugly situation where there is a disagreement. This is the protection you need to put in place. And it's not only just in this situation, we should have this in place across our business. So when things do get ugly and invariably they will do from time to time, you're able to fall back on your policies, your procedures. And again, another point I wanted to make is to document every interaction with certainly with a problem employee and I say a problem from the point of view of the context of this episode that their attitude isn't right let's document every single interaction once we decide we're going to address it we have to start documenting it only because then if it does end up say for example in an employment tribunal worst case scenario that's where we end up we've got this timeline of documented information of when we've said it and make sure you're documenting it at the time don't rely on, you know, doing it two or three weeks later because that's when it starts to come or potential for it to become challenged. Again, I'm not a lawyer, so this isn't legal advice. So if you are ever in this situation, make sure you seek out a qualified lawyer. But this is just advice from a business point of view. It's good practice to be able to record everything at the times, the places where you said it, who was present, who may well be witness to it. In fact, you could create a almost a, a template for doing this and, and you can use that in any other area of your business now we've really done the groundwork up to this point we've decided that we're changing our culture or we have a standard that we accept or expect people to meet so we've got that we've then got our you know our policies in place we've decided we're going to do it we're set up to document when we do have interactions with this employee on this subject but really the first step now it's not about trying to maybe discipline this person or or hold them accountable or give them warnings the first stage really is self-awareness and I know and this is where certainly for me as a as a coach and working with people is about self-awareness and it's the same with anyone everyone big generality here generalization should i say a lot of people suffer with being self-aware they don't realize the behaviors they're exhibiting they don't realize the impact they have on other people whether that's positive or negative so really this first stage is about sitting with someone and saying these are our standards what i have seen or what i have observed or if you're getting feedback from the team, this is the way we feel you've got to be very careful with this because you don't want to be throwing people under the bus. So 
as with your team. So it's always great if you can get first-hand experience of this. But tell the person how their behaviours are impacting on the business, how they could be impacting on other employees, and how they can, you know, help them to understand why their behaviour that they exhibit in the workplace needs to change. In your coffee shop, the the last thing we need is a team that is unhappy, underperforming because they're interacting with our customers and being in a great place when you're interacting with those customers can make the difference between whether that person comes back or not. So help them to understand why their behavior can impact other people within the team. Again, impact on the business and the customers is a really important way of, of getting it across because people generally care. They worry it or they want to please people. But if there's things that they're not seeing that is impacting on others, it may just be the the helpful step that, for them to then take action and actually improve how they interact. And again, this stage isn't just about, you know, doing it once, telling them that you've seen an issue. Be constant, be consistent with it and not, not constant. We don't want to hound these people. But where there is an issue, just bring their attention to it. Don't criticize. Just give them almost a direct, direction to say I noticed it again just be aware of of how you're talking to people for example so at this stage we've once you've done that and this is really important I wanted to actually just say that making them self-aware making them aware of their behaviors is a really important step because we can't then hold them accountable if we don't know that they're aware of what they're doing so this then leads us into holding these people accountable now this stage is is really it really depends on how you have structured your employee handbook how you've set it out what your procedures are in there make sure you follow them because it's fair you know you've got to be fair when we're dealing with these people so follow your procedures what you've said you're going to do make sure you do it and make sure it's in line with your employment law in the area that's another really important point make sure our procedures are to the standard expected by the law again i'm not a lawyer if you want to make sure you go and you inquire with a lawyer to make sure that you're on the right page but this now is all about how we make them accountable and really i know there's people out there that will say oh you've got to get this person out of the business as soon as you can and really yes that is right what we need to do is get the behavior out of the business not the person because again Labour is in short supply. We don't want to necessarily lose someone, especially someone who is skilled. So we need to make every reasonable effort to help them to be the right people for our business. Don't forget there might be something going on in their personal life that might actually impact this. And again, when you make them aware of the issues, that, that could come to the fore. But now is the time to actually say, we've given them grace period of actually make you know they're aware now time to adjust if it isn't starting to work we need to start to follow our procedures to either get their behavior to change or worst case scenario they leave the business whether that's of their own volition or you know through our rightfully set out procedures again i come from a leadership position or leadership philosophy is that we care about our people no matter where they're coming from, whether they are 
in need of development, whether there is something else that's going on that's impacting how they behave. The real important point is that we care about our people because it's not just about the business element. I know a lot of the viewpoints that we see on social media is all about, oh, it's your business. And yes, that's right. But equally, if you just get rid of the someone without trying to address it, you're just putting that onto another business owner who is equally as, diff- you know, it's equally difficult to run a business. You're just putting that, making it worse. And it's not great for the person either. So we're all about personal development. But really, once you have made them accountable, or start to hold them accountable, should I say, that's the point where you either get to a position where this person improves or it's just not the right culture for them and they have to move on. And if we do get to the point of parting ways, then really it's it's not ideal for you as a business owner, but at the same time, we've got to protect that culture, the team that are aligned with our behaviours as best we can. It really... I think from an accountability point of view, it is all about once you get to a point, drawing a line in the sand and saying, right, we need to start seeing this from you and we need to start seeing it from you now. You need to start addressing how you interact with other people, how you treat them. And if that isn't happening, there's going to be consequences. And again, that's where it comes back to your your policy documents, your procedures. Again, make sure you follow them. Make sure you have a chat with a lawyer or an attorney in your area that knows your employment law and can make sure or can give you the assurance that what you are doing is aligned with that, you know, the legal aspect. Because again, if it does turn ugly, you need to make sure that your ducks are in a row. I know this is never an easy, easy part of leadership. and But really, this is the points. And this is where certainly when you, if you can work with a coach, again, I don't want to sound like I'm pitching here but we're opening up our we've got our group coaching and the one-to-one coaching that is starting in January so this is the sort of situation where that outside perspective can can really help you address issues like this start to get your culture removing the barriers to developing a culture really and that's what people like this are but again one thing I do want to get across in this episode is that we put culture at the centre of everything. Our people who are aligned with where we're going, with our mission, with our behaviours that we expect, they're the people we need to protect. And by addressing the people who maybe do have a bad, bad attitude, that's, that in itself is protecting those people. So I hope this has been helpful or it's inspired you to actually address a very similar issue because that's what I'm all about here at the the Cafe Hustle is all about helping you help your people, but more importantly, making your life easier. And by dealing with these people that have a bad attitude, that aren't productive, uh, sorry, aren't constructive as far as teamwork goes, that makes your life as a leader easier or as an owner easier, makes the business run better. So listen, again, thank you very much for joining me on the Cafe Hustle. I really do appreciate these episodes or you listening to these episodes i do appreciate the episodes as well it's it's great to get my thought process and explore these areas uh, from my point of view but yeah again one thing i would i would ask you to do and i would really appreciate it if you could share 
this episode or any other episode you listen with with just one person i would be eternally grateful because there could be someone out there who has got an employee like this or you've got a team that are dealing with someone who may not be as constructive as they could be and just by sharing this one episode you could change how they their work life but ultimately you could change their life they could be happier all through just listening to this one episode it gives them that inspiration to address the issue so yeah right now if you can i really appreciate it please share this episode with someone who you think might need it and again thank you for joining me on this cafe hustle and i hope you have a great weekend enjoy see you next week thank you very much do you struggle to find enough hours in the day and has staff admin taken up far too much of your time with a people management platform like RotorCloud, you can plan rotors, record staff attendance, and manage annual leave all in one place, saving you time. That's what we're all about at the Cafe Hustle. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash RotorCloud to find out more and join and get your 30-day free trial. And what's more, there's no credit card required. Get in there, test it out, and see how it can make a massive difference to you and your business.